Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran. And on the line I have Mary Dempsey from the St. Vincent de Paul here in Wexford. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, Jim. How are you? I'm not too bad. Um, without wanting to be too down about it, it's it's a tough time for a lot of people. Oh, absolutely, yes. There's, you know, even both where you have families where both people are working are even finding it difficult at the moment um, because everything has gone up so much. Not to talk of people that are on low incomes or people that are on uh, benefits but are not entitled to these extra payments. They're really struggling um, because some of the um, payments that people get dur- during the week are not eligible for, the, say, the fuel allowance, which... Um, has a knock-on effect for the extra payments that have been paid out recently. They're not entitled to them, so they're finding it very, very difficult. Um, and older people as well. Just to mention, there's so much on the news itself and even ads on the radio about older people, you know, that older people are listening to and they're there and they're sitting and they're thinking about it all. And all the talk about cutting back on our energy and all, they're the ones that will cut back on, say, the coal or cut back on their electricity and stuff. And they can't really afford it when they're there at home on their own. You know, they need to keep warm, they need to look after themselves. I know Alan has spoken and he speaks regularly with yourselves and you, it, it, because it's, it's great work that you're doing, but every time I, I hear yourself and, and, and your colleagues, the situation is just getting worse and worse and worse. Oh, yes. I mean, the situation is getting worse generally for everybody, but especially for vulnerable people, um, you know, that they suffer more at the end of the day. So it can be very difficult for them uh, trying to make ends meet and trying to decide, you know, will we, kind of even people say on low incomes, trying to decide, well, what do we pay this week or what do we get this week? We ha- we can't afford maybe to get fuel and to get groceries. So they have to decide one against the other and try and work out their money over that. Like, you know, and even though they're getting extra payments, but the costs have gone up so exponentially that it has caused more stress again you know and even while these payments are being given out at the moment we don't know what's happening in the new year and we could see an absolute avalanche of demands on our services and on our help people looking for our help because of it I have to say there's a certain amount of negative negativity or scepticism because I'll tell you why we were talking to uh, Councillor Michael Sheehan yesterday in Euras and about uh, an initiative there to reduce the cost of a bag of coal for those in need Mm. and I saw a number of texts popping up on the screen I didn't read them negative texts not more help for the supposedly less well off words to that effect and I I thought to myself how or why are people thinking like this? Have you any? Can you help me in that? Yeah, we we even get comments like that at times, even when we're on with yourselves, and afterwards comments come in about, oh, you know, you're helping this and helping that. But we have discovered through, and um, even myself, I have discovered through my. Um, working with people and and we are so lucky to be allowed to visit people in their own homes and what it looks like from the outside can be completely different to what you find when you go in 
and even there are a certain amount of people that are very reluctant to talk about it even to us on the first or second meeting and it's only when we continually go back to them we discover the extent of their problems and it's very easy to say oh you know but like if people are living week to week and people even are getting social welfare and getting these extra payments but then if something happens in the house if there's a leak um, in the plumbing if their um, electricity goes or their cooker goes or something like that and nowadays all the houses are being switched towards electricity heating with um, underfloor heating and all this and the newer ones even the newer ones that are being built they're so uh, reliant on electricity if anything happens then they're very expensive to fix and the cost of these they can't cope with it So the income in many many cases is so tight there is absolutely no tolerance for something going wrong the washing machine or the dishwasher or the the whatever going because that then throws is capable of throwing everything else out the window and the whole house of cards collapses Exactly, and the other thing is that, it, it, you know, even people talk about people on social welfare and all getting all these payments, but it's not even those people. It's people that are working now that are maybe on low incomes that are just above the threshold of being able to get any help. They're the ones that are really caught, and they're the ones that we find are beginning to come to us now because, you know, there are people maybe that never went to St. Vincent de Paul, but because they see what they're under so much pressure they just can't take anymore so then they ring us well you, know? you, you mentioned something there about the, the you St. Vincent de Paul going into people's houses and then you see the real the reality of the story because some of us might look across at the house nice shiny hall door nice manicured garden whatever nice car outside but that may not be the picture inside no, absolutely. Now we've come across that. We've come across where people, adults, uh, people in the house were telling their children, oh, we had our dinner earlier, but they didn't. They were making sure the children... Are you, are you serious? Well, I've come across a case like that over the years. Yeah, not not recently now. But yeah, you, you do. And there are people like that, you know? And they're the people we try to help. And none of us know the minute that something is going to happen in our lives that we're in that situation. And it's nice to know that there's somebody there to help you if you have uh, a situation where you need that kind of help. Can I ask you a very straight question? Do you see many instances of people coming and pulling the wool over your eyes? There are instances, but if they do it once, they won't do it again. And the other thing is that because we're locals and we work in a local area, we have a good instinct to the people that we are asked to help. I mean, if if you're not trying, you won't um, do a, a, the job that we're meant to do as volunteers. I hear you. You can't let those one or two bad exactly. Cases you, let yeah, you can't off. let those. Yeah, you can't let those. The effect of the work we do, and ninety nine point nine percent of the people that come to us are genuine. And we also know there are people that are so genuinely need a help that won't come to us. Yes, pride. And we'd like to think that they would kind of see us as people that are just ordinary people that have families and lives and houses of our own trying to do our best and we're there just to help them. We are not part of the social welfare system. We're not part of revenue. We're not part of anything else that's going to go in and judge them. We go in with an open mind. And despite your, your regular calls here on South East Radio on Morning Mix, you feel there are still people who, for reasons of pride or 
genuine reasons just can't either pick up the phone or say to somebody, I need help. Absolutely. And we would like those people to come forward. You know, to just to even like one or two people that did um, over the years eventually pick up the phone and they said the hardest thing they ever did was to pick up that phone. And then when we went and talked to them, the relief, I mean, we talked to them and said, look, we'll help you whatever way. Each person's individually, family is individual, so we do it on an individual basis. And we would have said, look, we'll do this for you for a week or two and get you going again. And they actually cried in front of us because the relief, the actual stress was gone. And you, in turn, Mary Dempsey with the St. Vincent de Paul here in Wexford, are also looking for help. You're looking for help from those who can afford it. Absolutely, and there's so many different ways people can help. Like, um, even if people don't um, have the fin- the ability to help us financially, they can always donate clothes or break a brack to our shop here in Wexford, um, or even maybe furniture. Now, um, if they ring our uh, depot here on o five three nine one four three five six eight. Then, um, if furniture-wise, the people that deal with the furniture will go out and have a look and collect it if necessary in the Wexford area. Okay, listen. Um, but then, if they can help us, we have our annual collection coming up the 10th and the 11th of December, and we have a bucket collection the following weekend, the 17th and 18th. And then there's a carol concert um, with money being raised going to St. Vincent de Paul on the 10th of December in Rose Street in the afternoon now we're not quite sure of the actual time of the people that are organizing that for us but we can let you know at a later date mary dempsey from the uh, st vincent de paul it is good work that you do and we wish you well and thank you very much for talking and we'll be we'll be talking to you again before christmas thank you very much indeed okay thanks jim bye now that was mary dempsey there from st vincent de paul southeast radio's morning mix chat news and your views